Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Friday, July 19th, and this is your FT News Briefing. The U.S. Navy shoots down an Iranian drone in the Strait of Hormuz. Boeing says it will take a nearly $5 billion charge for the grounding of its 737 MAX jet. The head of the New York Fed raises investor expectations of aggressive rate cuts. And Microsoft tops earnings forecasts thanks to the software company's cloud business. Plus, 2019 is shaping up to be a record-setting year for private equity deals. And WeWork founder Adam Newman has sold his shares and taken out loans against the company. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. On Thursday, the U.S. Navy shot down an Iranian drone that President Trump said was threatening an American warship. Mr. Trump told reporters that the drone was flying in the Strait of Hormuz when it came within a thousand yards of the USS Boxer and had ignored multiple calls to stand down. This is the latest of many provocative and hostile actions by Iran against vessels operating in international waters. The United States reserves the right to defend our personnel, our facilities, and interests. A Pentagon spokesman said the ship was forced to take defensive action to, quote, ensure the safety of the ship and its crew. Meanwhile, Iran's foreign minister, Mohammad Javad Zarif, told reporters in New York he had no news about Iran losing a drone. This is the latest episode adding pressure in one of the world's most important oil shipping lanes. Earlier on Thursday, Iran's Revolutionary Guards said they had seized a foreign vessel in the area. The guards said they detained the crew for allegedly transporting fuel smuggled out of Iran. And the incident ratchets up tensions between Iran and the U.S. Last month, Iran shot down a U.S. drone. That pushed Mr. Trump to order military strikes on the Islamic Republic that he called off at the last minute. The price of Brent crude rose as high as $64.46, settling later in the day at $62.35. The grounding of the 737 MAX jet is proving to be costly for Boeing. The U.S. aircraft manufacturer will take a $4.9 billion after-tax charge in the second quarter of this year related to the plane's removal from the skies. This is Boeing's first estimate of how much the grounding will cost the company. It's had to compensate airline customers for schedule disruptions and delays in jet deliveries. Boeing says this will result in a $5.6 billion cut in pre-tax earnings for the second quarter. Its results will be announced on Wednesday next week. The charge will amount to about $8.74 per share for the quarter. Boeing said that any other concessions could play out over several years. These usually come in the form of price cuts on aircraft orders rather than cash payments. The 737 MAX has been grounded since March after it was involved in two deadly crashes that killed 346 people. Boeing says it's also raising its estimated costs to produce the aircraft in the second quarter. Investors are betting high on a U.S. interest rate cut by the Federal Reserve and the New York Fed chief, John Williams, hasn't given them a reason to change their minds. On Thursday, the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York raised expectations that the next rate reduction could be aggressive. In a speech, Mr. Williams laid out the case for an early monetary easing in a low-interest rate environment. 
He compared the preventative measure to a vaccination for children. He said, quote, it's better to deal with the short-term pain of a shot than to take the risk that they'll contract disease later on. Mr. Williams' words sent bond yields falling. The yield on the benchmark 10-year U.S. Treasury fell to 2.03 percent. Meanwhile, the yield on the U.S. government's two-year bond dropped to 1.76 percent. Before Mr. Williams spoke, investors had priced in a roughly 40 percent chance of a half a point cut to the Fed's target interest rate. That probability jumped to 66 percent after he spoke. But in an unusual move, the New York Fed later clarified Mr. Williams' speech. A spokeswoman cautioned against reading too much into the comments, saying, quote, This was an academic speech on 20 years of research. It was not about the potential policy actions at the upcoming Federal Open Market Committee meeting. The Fed's rate-setting committee will meet later this month. Microsoft has comfortably topped revenue and earnings expectations, all thanks to the cloud. The software company's cloud computing business, Azure, fueled its growth for the final quarter of its fiscal year. The platform saw 64% growth, and its revenues from commercial customers of Office 365 rose 31%. Azure revenue rose by 68% after adjusting for the rise of the U.S. dollar. It's a slowdown in growth from the previous three months, but still higher than the company's expectations when compared with the year before. Overall, Microsoft reported revenue of $33.7 billion, up 12% from a year ago, and almost $1 billion ahead of most Wall Street forecasts. Private equity firms are on a record-setting pace for 2019. A report from Bain & Company says private equity firms are on track to record the highest ever number of deals this year. The consultancy forecasts an all-time high of 212 take-private transactions in 2019, burying the previous record of 192 set in 2007. Record low interest rates have spurred debt-fueled company buyouts. Take Blackstone, which led a consortium last month to buy Merlin Entertainments for £6 billion. Merlin is the leisure group behind Legoland and Madame Tussauds. Or TDR Capital's £3 billion takeover offer for the UK's largest pub operator, EI Group. But even with all this activity, the research found that the total value of transactions is still much lower than before the financial crisis. And WeWork's founder, Adam Newman, has sold shares and taken out loans against his equity stake in the multi-billion dollar company. Sources say he raised at least $700 million for himself in recent years. The size of Mr. Newman's stake in the shared office space provider following the share sales couldn't be determined. But according to the prospectus for WeWork's 2018 bond sale, he held a majority of the company's voting stock at the end of 2017. In May, Mr. Newman told the FT he didn't plan on diversifying his wealth broadly beyond WeWork. The share sales could raise questions for potential investors in WeWork's planned flotation. Sources say that its IPO is expected later this year or in early 2020. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today on the earnings calendar, the world's biggest asset manager, BlackRock, is set to report. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. 
make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Amy Keene and me, Mark Filipino. Our intern is Eileen Rodriguez. Amelia Mahasek is our editor. We also had help this week from Michael Bruning. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.